Hi, Bam Bam. Big hugs, my friend. Big hugs. Podcast. I am DJ Dina Joe, your friend coming to you from Mile High City, colorful Colorado. Thank you so much for joining my show today. You all are the best. If you're listening on the download, thank you so much. And hit that follow button so you can join us live sometime. I'm here with Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 745 now the standard time, and I have the best, best people in the chat. Thank you for your continued love for love. Seven. Wow. Dang. That is, uh, <laughs> that's got, have you been doing it for a long time? I don't know that I, I mean, I guess your body would get used to it after a while, but I don't know. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to do the weather. I have a lot. I'll just let it continue while I do the weather. Um, let's see. Today is Wednesday, August second. Um, in Denver, it's currently 69 and sunny. We are expecting thunderstorms. I'm missing any day. All um, week, um, they'll be coming in the afternoon. It's pretty strong. The thunderstorms. Um, and um, some flooding, I guess. Can you believe August 2nd? Four more months and the year's over with. some reason. I don't know why it just keeps coming back on. Turn it off. Hi, Miss Hanny. Um, all right. So for my family in Will in Ontario, I'm 66, currently sunny. Expect sunny skies to continue with the high of 77. It's kind of cooling down everywhere but Arizona. Um, for BP, I'm 63 and sunny, um, and you will have sunny skies throughout the day with a high of 83. And for my beautiful people in Arizona, <laughs> Tucson, 81, partly cloudy. Expect dangerously hot conditions with near record to record high temperatures, 104 to 113 is expected. That's Tucson. Phoenix, when I did it, it this morning, gosh, probably about 40 minutes ago, it was 91, partly cloudy. Expect dangerously hot conditions, um, highs between 110 and 114, and bad air quality too. So they're telling you not to drive. Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't drive. Okay. Come get me. 
um yesterday we only hit 101 i when it is so hot when you have 114 115 i don't know what the hottest it's gotten but it's been up there and then you get to like what you're saying 101 and it's like oh oh my gosh this feels like it just like it's totally cooled down man that's just crazy crazy well i hope it continues to go down for y'all um let's see where did i leave off oh Oh, we're already at the quote of the day and um, word of the day, quote of the day, a little encouragement in this world of hate that we all have to deal with, right? We're going to get us going. And um, it's funny, I picked the word happiness and August. Hi, Rottweiler. I picked happiness and August is happiness happens month. So I'll get into that a little bit later. But yes, the word is happiness. The state of being happy. Um, this is one of my most famous, um, my most favorite quotes. Um, most folks are about as happy as they make up their minds to be. That's by Abraham Lincoln. I have a little plaque that has that in my room. Um, because uh, when I was going through my woe is me victim state, you know, when I was, everybody goes through that, I think sometime in their life, when I was going through a lot, a lot of, heavy stuff um i saw that and i i totally remember it was at target target and i'm like i need to have that i need to see that because my happiness is depends it's just from me i need to figure out my happiness and not think i'm going to be able to get it from anybody else but me so that is one of my favorite quotes another one happiness depends upon yourself exactly what i was just saying we need to um look at ourselves to make ourselves happy instead of just trying to rely on other people for that happiness. Um, so with happiness, um, it's something that we all seek to find, yet happiness varies from you to me. Typically, happiness is an emotional state characterized by feelings of joy, contentment, and fulfillment. Some people just tend to be naturally happier than others. But that does mean that there are things that can do to cultivate a happier state in your life. Um, you can pursue personal growth. Um, I think that's exactly what turned my life around, to be honest with you, was um, pursuing personal growth. And it started off very easy, um, simple, listening to um, podcasts, pre-recorded ones. Rob Dial was um, one of my first, and then Brian um, is another one that I started listening to and, and deciding that I was going to make a difference in my life. So make it makes you more resilient and better able to handle the blues that come with living. It allows you to better understand what you want in life, set goals and achieve them. Uh, it gives you greater control in your life. It's key to learning to handle stress better and can make you healthier. That is pursuing personal growth. Um, <laughs> Pre-recorded podcasts, they're good. I like them. I do like them. I, I learn a lot from them. So I'm WKOP. Um, <laughs> enjoy the moment. Studies have found that people tend to become so focused on accumulating things that they lose track of actually enjoying what they do have. So rather than falling into the trap and trying to focus on practicing gratitude for the things and people 
you do have and enjoy the process. That's, you know, I tell you guys every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday how grateful I am for you and how it helps my heart. Um, and I, it truly does. It's being surrounded by positive people um, that you know are there. So yeah, do that too. Um, so enjoy the moment. Um, refrain from negative thoughts. Um, another one um, that was I had to, I still work on. When you find yourself experiencing negativity, try looking for ways that you can refrain from thoughts in a more positive way. Uh, people tend to have natural negative um, negativity bias or a tendency to pay more attention to the bad things in life than the good things. Um, this can have an impact on everything from how you make a decision to how you form impressions on people. It's not about ignoring the bad, instead meaning trying to take more balanced, realistic look at events. If you pay attention, you might just notice a pattern in your thinking and then you can change those negative thoughts. Tell me, is that my mean lady? And one important thing to remember is that happiness isn't a state of constant euphoria. Instead, happiness is an overall sense of experience more positive emotions than negative ones. Sounds simple, eh? No, sometimes it isn't. How can people still feel the whole range of human emotions, anger, frustration, boredom, loneliness, and even sadness from time to time? But when faced with discomfort, they have an underlining sense of optimism that things will get better, that they can deal with it, um, what's happening, and that they will be able to feel happy again. So, um, yeah, cultivating strong friendships. Like I said, having people surrounding yourself with good people. Um, it's such a strong um part of being happy. Having positive and supportive connections with people you care about can provide a buffer against stress, improve your health, and help you become a happier person. Um, I hear some people aren't going to like this next one, but regular exercise um, really does help. Um, and sometimes you feel like, oh, it's so hard, you know, but I swear I'm telling you, um, that's why I tell you guys I feel like Whatever that is for you, um, like Lady County, her husband they go kayaking. They go kayak. They do that. So do something that you love. Get out in the sun. Get out and get some vitamin C. Get uh, vitamin D. Get vitamin C. Um, regular exercise. Um, find a sense of purpose. Um, everybody has a, um, a why. Hi, Caps. How are you? Everybody has a, um, is figuring out a journey. Um, I'm still doing mine too. Every, every day you grow. I think that's why when you get older, it changes. By saying that, we all have gone through crap. That means what you have experienced is there for you to help another who is facing the same thing. Do not let anyone tell you that you are not qualified because you freaking lived it. So share it if you can. Help people out. Help someone who might be struggling with something that you know that you've gone through. Um, I believe that's why we're here. 
Um, the pursuit of happiness is never ending and it's worth the effort, however hard it can be. So continue that pursuit of happiness. I really do love you guys and appreciate you so, so very much. I think when we understand that everything isn't going to be golden, we'll be okay. Outsiders, no, you're not showing your age. <laughs> just it we have it already we just got to realize it my tampa bay oh matt dylan oh matt dylan <laughs> he was the heartthrob wasn't he I'm on the pursuit of happiness and I know everything is shining, always gonna be good. I'll be fine once I get it. I'll be good. I'm on the pursuit of happiness and I know 
Everything is shining, always gonna be golden. I'm fine once again. I'll be good. That is Kid Cudi with Pursuit of Happiness to go with the word and quote of the day, happiness. So just, I know, like I said, we've all go through it. We've all been in that stage when you just can't get out of that pit, you know, that deep, dark pit. And you just need to surround yourself with good people. Even if it's just a couple of really good people that you can lean on and vent to um, and get it out and try to move on and get out of that um, stage is what you need to do. So yeah. All right. Well, we're going to move on to trending. Um, there's a new law. I, I don't know if it's everywhere. I'm guessing it kind of is, but I know for, for a fact it's in Colorado. Now, before that, you had to move over. If you saw like a police officer or ambulance or whatever on the side of the road, you needed to move out of that lane, move over lane. Well, now they're taking it a step further. And if it's any vehicle at all. So I'm not sure if it's um, everywhere or just Colorado, um, but if there's any type of vehicle on the side of the road, you're supposed to move over to the next lane or you will get a ticket. <laughs> so yeah. So um, be just try to move over. Uh, but a lot of times people won't let you move over. You put your blinker on you look and they won't let you over. So yeah, you know, people are. All right. I'm going to get this scary thing out of the way before. So then I can talk about a bunch of other stuff and not have it in my mind, but all right. So I heard that the new exorcist movie is coming out and I don't even no. I don't even want to see the commercials. I don't even want to hear the commercials because I'm sure the commercials, the sounds and music are just as scary as I, the people on the radio were saying that the 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 little trailer for it is like beyond disturbing scary. So I'm like, mm, no, thank you. I, the first one, oh my gosh, I I still have never watched the whole thing. I've never watched it actually. I couldn't. I just the commercial scared the crap out of me. I just couldn't do it. So uh uh, no way. But I know there's some people that like scary movies in here. So it's coming out. If you like it, um, it's coming out Friday the 13th, of course. Um, but nope, hell no, no way. Uh uh, mm -mm. I'm. Pass, pass, pass. I know, me lady. I know, Annie. I can't. I can't. All right. So, um, like I was telling you, um, August is happiness. Um, happens. Happiness happens month. Um, oh, let me get out of my Amazon. I was looking. Uh, there's this thing they sent me. Forty cheap weird things you can get for. I don't know. It was your. Oh, forty cheap things you can get for your bathroom. I was like, oh. What could you get? And of course, they're all from Amazon. Um, so uh, happiness, National Happiness Happens um, Month. And it's also National Wellness Month. So like I was talking to you about earlier, how they kind of go hand in hand, National Wellness. And when you take care of yourself, um, learn it early on and not when you're later in your, you've lived a long time and then you learn, oh, maybe I should put myself first. Sometimes, um, you do need to put yourself first. You do need to take care of yourself. It's not a selfish thing. Yes, there, it gets to, you know, if you, 
you know what I mean. You just need to take care of yourself. You need when they're when you're on an airplane and they tell you the safety things, they tell you to put your mask on first and then you help the person that you're with, right? Are you able to help the next person? You have to take care of yourself. So National Wellness Month and happiness happens. Um, try to be happy. Look for the happy things in life. I guarantee to you, um, there's a lot of sadness and a lot of depressing things, but um, there's a lot of happy things too. Look at all the beauty in the world. All right. So um, along with all of that, is it, it's also National Ice Cream Sandwich Day today. I love ice cream sandwiches. Um, so uh, with ice cream on the, I'm going to talk about Baskin Robbins. They have a new um, monthly August ice cream flavor. Um, it is, let me get to it because they talk about all these different things. It's called um, Game Night, Family Game Night, Game Night. It's called Game Night in homage to Family Game Night. They want people to play more family games to get together. Um, what is it exactly? They said the flavors, <laughs> you would expect flavors of beer, chicken wings, and pizza. A game night is apparently all about sweet and salty snacks. It says game night does its best to um, encapsulate the experience with salted caramel ice cream base that includes mini M&Ms. Um, this next one gets to me. It says popcorn, and then in parentheses it says or popcorn flavored clusters, it says in the um, press release. So I wonder what the heck that is. Um, and caramel pretzel swirl. While sweet and salty as a flavor combination still seems um, pretty popular, Baskin Robbins may be wise to capitalize, capitalize on it now rather than waiting as the trend may pass it's peak by now. So, um, yeah, salted caramel ice cream base, mini M&Ms, fake popcorn flavored clusters and caramel pretzel swirls. Um, I would try it. It doesn't sound horrible. It, it sounds worth a little nibble of. Hi, Bart. How are you? Um, yeah, it doesn't sound horrible, right? I would totally try it to get a pint of it and take it home and play some games. Oh, which we're going to do in a little bit. Um, yeah, I got to get to that. You know what? Um, so we have time. We're going to play. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Maybe I'll save some of these stories. Well, I'll do the two ice cream ones and then we'll get straight into, um, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Um, so the Baskin Robbins one, um, now here comes the ones I'm not too sure about. These guys always have weird ice cream, salt and straw. And I think there's one in California. Mean lady, I don't know. Have you ever heard of salt and straw? Anybody? Uh, I know they always come out with weird flavors. Um, uh, August, uh, the brand is bringing back August summer picnic series with five seasonal flavors, including two new varieties to try beginning Friday, August 4th. Um, let's see the summer ice cream picnic series <laughs> really takes the theme to heart, including get ready for it. Chocolate potato salad, ice cream, cinnamon, that one I just don't know about. Um, cinnamon and honey fried chicken, um, pink rose and watermelon sorbet. I try that one. Um, baked brie, baked brie and fig cheesecake. I try that one too. Um, and sour cherry pie. 
So as it turns out, that five course meal consists mostly of dessert flavors. Not that we're complaining, they said. Um, so, and you can get those delivered too. So <laughs> I don't know. I know chocolate potato. I don't, yeah, I'm not sure about that. Not sure about that taste at all. All right, guys. Are you ready to play? Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Aaron got the game for me out and I was laughing because he decided he was going to ask me some questions. And so how you have to play, we're playing a little different. There's questions for um, first graders, second graders, third, fourth, and fifth. And so he starts asking me questions and I didn't know. I thought they were all fifth grader questions. So he's asking me questions and I got them all right. And he was shocked, but they were all first grader questions. <laughs> So I'm smarter than a first grader. So we'll, we'll just keep track of who gets the most right. But you have to get two of each um, first grade, second grade, and so on and so forth. So maybe next time I'll find some fifth grade music to play to get us ready to get to it. for sure. Ooh, I need a light. <laughs> All right. Let's see. So, come on. You guys will get these. You'll get these. Okay. Now this is, these are first grade questions. Um, what is the name of the thick layer of hot rock that is found beneath the crust of the earth? Hmm? Hmm, anybody? Magma, 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 everybody's saying magma. It says, no, why? But it's saying it's the mantle. The mantle. What? What is that? I've never heard. I thought magma too. That was mine. What does that mean? The mantle. I've never heard of that before. Are we all <laughs> the mantle? <laughs> I Yeah, M-A-N-T-L-E, the mantle. Uh, right, that's right. Caps? Did you really, did you really get that? That's right. He's saying, he's saying that's right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, one for you then caps. All right. We're going to move on. <laughs> I was going to say magma too. So I'm right there with you guys. All right. Name the frontiers men who blazed a trail to Kentucky. Who's the person who blazed a trail to Kentucky? There's a song about him. Um, yes, Yancey! Woo, Yancey! Daniel Boone was a man. Wasn't that the song? He's a man. <laughs> Daniel Boone is a man. Something like that. Um, all right. So Yancey, Caps, 1-1. One, one. All right. I'm going to keep going until we get somebody. Let's see. <clears throat> All right, next question. And I have to put it in this little ding sleeve and it goes, you have to fit it in just perfectly. I can't just read the card. It has to be in this like little special sleeve, a secret, a, a secret sleeve. Um, it says, what type of story did Asop write? Asop, what type of stories did he write? Yeah, Yancey, you got it again. All right, Yancey. 
poems. <laughs> yeah, it kind of what they are poems, huh? Fables, I guess is the correct way to say in it. Um, yes, thank you, BP, for putting um, that in the chat. That is the Copyville Coffee um, link where you can get yourself some Waywood Sun um, coffee, which is extremely, extremely good. Um, and also, um, follow Yancey for WKOP. And his um, line of um, merchandise that if you click on Miss Beautiful Hanny J, you'll be able to see her in, um, ha she's all decked out. And um, one of these days I'm going to get it correct. Um, is it the Coffeeville House of Memes? Is that it? Um, Department of Memes. Ugh, dang it. Thank you, Hanny. That's where you can get um, his merchandise. And it's really cool looking too. Cool looking stuff. All right. So moving on, we're going to do some more questions. How many kings are in a standard deck of cards? Well, that's easy. No. Yeah. yeah. Four. Oh, Yancy, you got it before, Annie. All right. I know it's hard to get the questions and then answer it really quickly. Um, all right, Yancy. What is Bart saying? Four, seven, six. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, we're going to keep going. All right, the next one is, God, this stupid little envelope. Which one of the following animal types is furry or hairy? Oh, geez. Um, an amphibian or a mammal? <laughs> An amphibian or a mammal? Which ones are hairy? Yes, yes. Annie J, you've got it. <laughs> oh, well, who got it? Both of you got man, you got it. I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to Hanny. She was typing it. Yes, a mammal. That was easy. That's more like a fifth first grader than a, you would think, right? That's easy. All right. So the next one. Um <laughs> How many? Oh, wait a minute. Pip's in here twice. I just did that one. I'll do it again. Okay. When playing, okay. When playing ice hockey, what are you trying to, what are you trying to hit with your hockey stick? Come on. Uh, caps, you got it. Caps, a buck, a buck. Yes. Okay. Wow. We know our second grade knowledge. Um, name the five primary senses. What are they? <laughs> the other player. Go on. Who's going to type it in there? Five senses. What are our five senses? Primary senses. Sight, smell, touch, taste, hearing. Taste, touch, smell, sight. Yes. Bam, bam, you're on the board. Bam, bam's on the board. All right. So um, let's see. I think Yancey is ahead. Yancey, you have three, I think. I believe so. I believe so. Um, let's see. What is the next one? Which of the following is, is not a tree? Olive, maple, moss. Olive, maple, or moss? Come on. 
Moss. Yes, yes. Caps, you're the first one in here. Oh, Bam Bam, I tried to get you in. Why didn't it let you? Oh, okay. All right. I was like, I'm trying to guy tried to get you. All right. So moss. It grows all over um some trees, that's for sure. Um I always thought it was pretty until people that lived in states where there's a lot of moss said no, it's not fun. I'm having it. Um, what is the next odd number after 41? What? Come on. Me? No, not you. <laughs> Uh, yes, Yancy, 43. <laughs> um, hmm. Let's see. Ancient Egyptians used which of the following plants for paper? Papyrus, olive leaves, woven reeds. Yes, Yancy. And you know what? That totally makes sense that now there's that, that in our mall, there's an expensive um, card store and paper store where they still stationery and cards and man, it's freaking expensive. And that's what it's called, papyrus. And I was like, without such a weird word, and that must be why. Hmm. I had no idea. Learn something. All right. You know what? I'm going to do some, let's, let's move on to some third grade questions and see how we do with that third graders. Um, all right. Ooh. All right, guys. Johnny was very angry. Which of the, which of the following expressions matches how he was feeling green with envy seeing red or in the pink green with envy, a B seeing red, um, C the one that it's not. <laughs> yes, it's seen red. Y'all got it, but Yancy got it in there first. <laughs> in the pink. I know. I've never heard of that either. In the pink. What does that mean? Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure it means something now. Where's the question? Gosh, what? I could barely read it. What times five? What times five equals forty? Who's going to get it? Who's going to get it? Oh, Yancy gets it. Yancy. You're good at this, Yancy. And fast, fast fingers. Okay. What is the name of the galaxy we live on? In, in. What is the galaxy? What? What is the name of the galaxy we live in? Yeah. Yes. Yes, you're so smart. You are smarter than, well, you're not smarter than a fifth grader yet, but you're getting smarter than a third grader, first grader, and second grader. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the Milky Way kid. Um, all right. This is, um, I guess, the true or false. Carrots, beets, and potatoes are all considered root words. True. Bam, bam, you got it. True. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. <laughs> I just saw a pickle in here. Made me laugh. If you find yourself in a pickle, you are in a troublesome situation. True or false? 
<laughs> yes, Yancy. Yes. True, true, true. True, true, true. By the way, Yancy sent me a picture yesterday of freeze dried pickles. I'm like, what? And I had to, I had to Google what they would taste like. And it said like they were a crunchy, airy, salty chip. That's what it tasted like. I'm like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? That sounds really delicious. Sounds yummy. Um, all right. So next question. <clears throat> oh, let me see. Oh, I went, come on card. I went down South for to see my what? Oh, I went down South for to see my Sal singing. What? What am I? Oh, Oh, what song am I singing? I guess. Oh, I went down south for to see my sow. What song are you singing? Um, <laughs> I thought you were saying say freeze dried mice. No. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Freeze dried pickles. Um, I know I'm ruining this, but I don't. It kind of sounds familiar. Oh, I went down south to see my sow. What song are you singing? Um anybody it is polly wally doodle all day polly wally do polly wally doodle all day <laughs> i don't know that one um it kind of sounded familiar polly wally doodle all day they don't teach those rhymes anymore do they i don't see them anymore all right so then the next one um it says in is that say in in air sound travels about how many miles per hour? A seventy four miles per hour. B seven hundred and forty miles per hour. Or C one thousand seven hundred and forty miles per per hour. In air sound travels about how many miles per hour? B let's see who got b is it yep it is b man yancy you're so smart hey yellow welcome two miles per hour bart gotta love bart yes we do all right we're gonna keep going here um, i'll do one more third grader and then we'll get um no you know what because of the time let's move on to fourth grade questions and I've got all kinds of games from when these kids were little, like Disney trivia and all kinds of stuff. I'll have to pull out and see which ones you guys want to play. Um, the Gettysburg Address was a speech given by what president of the United States? Anybody? Anybody? Who guessed um, Lincoln? Yancey? Yancy, you got it. Um, <clears throat> um, let's see. True or false? This one's true or false. During the American Revolutionary War, the Loyalists supported the British. Mm, Mike says false. <laughs> At least you're trying, eh? I give you that. Bart, you are correct. It is true. All right, we're gonna move on. Um, this one, you have to put it all the way in this little sleeve, golly. In 
badminton, what is the name of the object? Oh, that is hit over the net. There's two, two, oh, you guys didn't get this. Oh, BP, I've never heard any, and Yancey, oh my gosh, I have never, ever, <laughs> I've never heard it called a shuttlecock. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I've always heard a birdie. Leave it to you two. A shuttlecock. It says a birdie or a shuttlecock. And I was just going to say, I've never heard it called the second one. And both of you say it. And Tuttles. <laughs> oh my gosh. Shuttlecock is normal. I've never heard of that. It is too funny. And so they had to change it to a birdie. <laughs> All right. Let's do a couple fifth grader questions. Um, that's too funny. Uh, it's a good one. Um, in 1857, the Supreme Court took a pro-slavery stand that pushed the United States closer towards war. This decision was known as what? Oh. Jim Crow. No. No Jim Crow. It is a guy's name, though. I've never heard of this. It's Dred Scott decision. <gasps> Bart! Oh my gosh, you're smarter than a fifth grader, Bart! Yes, you're right. It is the Dred Scott. Um, we'll do one more. Yeah, what time is it? Yeah, we can do a couple more. Um, a sentence that is missing a subject or a verb is called what? What the heck? Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, no, no, neither one of those, you two. Um, it's called a, sent a sentence fragment. Whatever, I'm going to move on to the next one. Yeah, I should have looked at the. All right, so this. A cube has how many sides? A cube. How many sides does a cube have? <gasps> Tuttles, yes, and Yancey. You guys got that. All right, let's see. What is the total number of factors of 12? Ice cube. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, it's not four. What is the total number of factor of 12? Not five caps. You got it. Six, six. You got it. Um, all right. Last one. Elevation is the height of what land above what? <laughs> One, two, <laughs> above sea level. Yes, Yancey, you got it. Dun, dun, dun. Yancey is our winner for today. He is smarter than a fifth grader and a first grader, second grader, third and fourth grader. Yes, you are, Yancey. Oh, I have cheers. What am I doing? Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
mess. It's hard when you're trying to type and you're like, ah, ah, I know it. And then you spelled something wrong and then you back and you do it. Yeah, I know. It's hard. But you know what? I think it's fine. We can do that on Wednesdays or do another one. Um, I keep looking for funny phone calls, but that they haven't been doing any new ones. And they're all, all the ones that I have that they did were old. Didn't, didn't I do one that was, um, they talked about the guy ordering food on the food delivery. Did I do that one? Every single time you're on there, you should do this. It's fun. Oh, okay, Mike. Well, we'll do it for sure on Wednesdays for sure. For sure on Wednesdays. Um, let me see. I'll, I'll play it and My boyfriend is always, we don't eat a hot dog. Maybe we get something healthy and you try to like make sure. You nudge him. You try to just make sure healthy things are there. Uh -huh. So I felt this girlfriend and she's like, my boyfriend is always, always, always when we get like DoorDash, getting junk food, it drives me crazy. I'm going to pretend I'm from the nutritional department and it's a new law that you have to be like flagged. Your account gets flagged if you order too much food that's deemed unhealthy. Too much fried food, sir. <laughs> and he can't. He's even got a nickname. <laughs> Hello? I am looking for Matt. Yeah, this is him. Matt, how are you? I'm calling from the nutritional department. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing good. You said nutritional? Yes. Okay. I wanted to call because I did notice a couple of things of concern on your account. Okay. okay. All right. What do you mean? Like a credit card? No, that's all fine, but your driver was obligated after your last order to report you to the nutritional department, and we do have to place you on some certain food restrictions based on new government guidelines. Okay. I, I, what are you talking about? Because of my, <laughs> what I ordered? For, what? Correct. It was brought to our attention for the first time two weeks ago, and then you were flagged again just the other day with a note on your account, yo, Burger Bro is at it again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a I'm a grown adult. I pay for this. And we understand that. And we certainly do appreciate it. It looks like you're a great tipper. But I do have to put you on pizza probation and a full bacon ban. I want to eat pizza. I want to eat bacon. I want to eat burgers. What does it matter to you or anything else? Who's keeping track of this? Well, again, it's us. It's the nutritional department here. Well... We like to call ourselves the Sprout Scouts. We even made really cute t-shirts. This is an invasion of privacy. I, I'm allowed to order whatever I want. I like burgers. <laughs> oh, right, we yes. know. <laughs> Hashtag burger bro. You know what? If I have a nickname on the burger place, who cares? So also, just because we have an office bet going, you seem to only order food for yourself. And it doesn't say you ever order anything for kids. Is there a reason you go to Chuck E. Cheese? I like their pizza, okay? It reminds me of when I was a kid. Why, what, hold on, why, why, why do I <laughs> myself to you? For 30 days, you are on your pizza probation and your full bacon ban, and then all your orders do have to run through me. And so when an order comes in, there may be another 10 to 15-minute waiting period because I do have to approve it and make sure it follows the food pyramid. So we do ask that you look for places that are, you know, maybe a little more broccoli forward. What are you talking all right, this is, this is ridiculous. How, how can anybody tell me what I'm allowed to eat or not eat? 
Matt, I do need you to answer a short survey for me before I can unlock your account and you continue on with your deliveries. Question number one, when is the last time you've eaten something green? You know what? I, I ate something uh, last weekend, so boom, there. Last <laughs> week? Hmm. Let me just look up your account here really quickly. Uh, yeah, tempura fried green beans from a Chinese restaurant don't count. It's green, green beans. That that counts. That's a vegetable. Question number two. Oh, no, not Kermit. True or false, Matt? Orange chicken is a fruit. Uh, how about this true or false? You're being a b- Question number three, true or false? I listen to Tracy and Fizz on KYGO and love Phonanigans, which you are on right now. What's up, Burger Bro? Is this a prank call? Yeah, you're on the radio right now, man. Oh, my God. Who did this? Who sent me out? Hi, Roger. Welcome. Well, I'll give you one guess who's always telling you that you order too much junk food. Yeah. Oh my! Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, my girlfriend. Yep. Oh man. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys are awesome. That was that was great. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, that was one. All the rest of them are I. They've all been played before. So, um, and then I tried looking for some other ones, and it was just like some teenage kids like goofing around on. I don't know. It take a while. So, uh, hi, Roger. Good to see you. Next up would have been the guy telling her. <laughs> I know he was getting there, right? How about this? And he was, how about that? <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move on from that and go straight into music. And um, all of these, you guys have heard all of these before, but we're just going to get a little bit into happy music. Um, 90s one hit wonders. Um, thank you, Bart. Thank you, Caps. So um, we're going to start off with Mumbo number four. Um, this song was originally done in 1952 by Cuban Mexican band leader Perez Prado, known as the King of Mambos. Prado recorded numerous mambos, and when he ran out of inspiration, he would simply number them, and Mambo number five was one of the series of eight. On BH1's 100 Greatest One-Hit Wonders, Lou Bega said, when I wrote the song, I believed it could be the thing it is today. All people hate it completely. That's what I thought. I knew it wouldn't swim in the middle because it was too different from all the other stuff on the outside. So I'm quite happy with it, he said. Mambo makes you happy. Latin music makes you happy. It's sexy, erotic, energetic. And I think that's the point. All right. It was number one in Germany where he's from um, for over 10 weeks. Here it is. Lou Bega, Mamba number five. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. Trump. 
A little bit of Tammy in my life. A little bit of Haney in my life. A little bit of Dina is all I need. to oh there it is um bp just sent me a version of mambo number five metal cover by leo that's his last name let's see what it sounds like oh moracini ellie or something like that is his name It's Leo. His last name is M O R A C C H I O L I. He's damn it. He's awesome. I love that. Um, Mambo number five, metal cover by Leo again. Um, and it is uh, uh, Yancey put it in there. Um, Leap Frog Studios, um, last name O M O R A C C H I O L I. Um, thank you, BP. Love it. Um, all right, we're gonna move on to the next one. Oh no, yeah, it's on the list. Ice, ice, baby. Do, 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 do. 
Robert Van Winkle. He's so rad. Better known as stage name Vanilla Ice, wrote Ice Ice Baby in 1983 at the age of 16, basing his lyrics upon his experience in South Florida. He was gangster, yo. The lyrics describe a shooting and Van Winkle's rhyming skills. The chorus of Ice Ice Baby originates from the signature chant of the National African American fraternity Alpha Phi Alpha. Detroit-based rapper Eminem states that when he first heard Ice Ice Baby, I felt like I didn't want to rap anymore. I was so mad because he was making it really hard for me. Um, after audiences began to view Van Winkle as a novelty act and pop star rather than a legitimate rapper, his popularity began to decline. Van Winkle lost some credibility among the hip-hop fans, but later began to regain some success, attracting a new audience outside the mainstream, audience that had formerly accepted him and then rejected him. So here he is, the gangster himself, Robert Van Winkle, Vanilla Ice, 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 baby. Exactly, under pressure, totally. Didn't he get, he got sued for that too, didn't he? Like a chump, like a I know. Mm, bacon. <laughs> you could totally tell it's written by a white guy. <laughs> Watch out, gunshots. The seashells, yes, exactly. <laughs> that would be more like it, Yancy. <laughs> that is Vanilla Eyes with Ice Ice Baby. Off the album Too Extreme, 1990. 
<laughs> and remember next Wednesday, um, we're going to start with doing, um, soundtracks. Um, and dang it, I have it written down. It was the one, um, bam, bam, you sent me, was it Detroit something? I can't remember. It's written down. I'll have to re- figure it out. Um, that's the one we're going to start with. Um, all right. Next song. Oh, this is a good one. The Proclaimers. I'm going, um, I'm going to be 500 miles. The Proclaimers are, um, Scottish twins, Craig and Charlie Reed. The song is about being devoted to a woman and wanting to spend the rest of your life with her. And it's, and it's all snug. It's all it. And it's all snug in a Scottish. I think it's sung. It's all snug sung in a Scottish accent in the line. I'm going to be, um, the one who's hovering, um, for you, hovering means babbling on, um, which I'm doing right now. However, several U.S. radio stations initially refused to play the song as they heard and they thought they heard hovering meant something much more naughtier than babbling. Um, hmm, I wonder what they thought it meant. This was written in 1988 and released on the Proclaimers album Sunshine on Leaf. It became a hit. When the song was used in the 1993 movie, Benny and June. Oh, I remember that movie. Johnny Depp and Mary Stewart Matterson. Um, It was their only hit in America. Here are the Proclaimers with I'm going, gonna be 500 miles. Babbling. When I wake up. Oh, Tammy, um, Robert Van Winkle is a professional jet skier. I remember when he did that, um, like home improvement show. I'm Gonna Be 500 Miles by the Proclaimers off the album Sunshine on Leaf, 1988. Thanks to Mr. VP. I'm looking forward to hearing this one. Um, Imagine Dragons um, performing I'm Gonna Be 500 Miles. All right, we're going to do a special song for you guys. You guys down to do it? Let's do it. This one's dedicated to you, the beautiful people of Scotland. We love you. 
Hi, Jimmy. Good to see you. Thank you, Yancy. Dragons, and I really like that guy. I've seen so many um, things where he's been kind to fans and individuals, and I really like them a lot. They thank you, Beefy. You're awesome. Um, thanks, I appreciate. It. Oh, I like this next one. Um, what's up, Four Non Blondes? Um, there are times when we just need to take a deep breath and scream from the top of our lungs. What the pink is going on? <laughs> Actually, it just says what's going on. Um, that's how four non-blondes front woman Linda Perry felt when she wrote this very cathartic song. It's like, why does it always seem like either I'm struggling or there's some effing political, politician, political, excuse me, mess happening? Why is this all happening in the world? She said. Um, the phrase what's up doesn't appear in the lyrics. The course refrain is what's going on, but that was the name of 1971 Marvin Gaye's R&B classic. So they couldn't name it that the song had its origins well before four non-blondes were formed three, um, third eye blind frontman Stephen Jenkins recalls sitting in the room with Linda Perry, who worked as a waitress down the street, performing their original compositions to one another when the two were struggling musicians in San Francisco. The two played each other um, versions of Semi-Charmed Life and What's Up, both of which would become massive hits for their respective bands. Um, it would be decades later that Jenkins realized the songs performed in that private section would sell a combined 17 million records. So here they are, Four Non-Blondes, What's Up?
say my life is still Trying to get that great big deal of hope For a destination with what's up and um, that's off bigger better faster more the album in 1992 all right we're gonna move on to um you get what you give um new radicals this uplifting 90s hit became an anthem for young dreamers ready to take on the world with music on their side the title is kind of a mantra you get back in life what you give to others um i kind of believe that i do believe that this is the first hit song um to use the word fremmies fremmies the lyrics fremmies i'm gonna copy that is it like friends and enemies i don't know friends and i'm gonna put it in the chat who were you're um, down who ain't your friend the word started showing up in the late 90s to explain those weird relationships where you could be friends and enemies oh, okay yeah friends and enemies um with someone at the same time depending on the situation frenemies um became the title of the book in 2007 a movie in 2012 but many of us heard it for the first time courtesy of the new radicals it reached number 36 on the billboard hot 100 here it is new radicals you get what you give frenemies 
I guess I remember that. Um, I just think you have friends, you get mad at them sometimes, but I don't know about being friends with your enemies. I don't know. Whatever. Just be kind, because it's going to come back around. I didn't even know that that was the word in here. I was. <laughs> what have I been singing all these years? <laughs> Thank you, Bart. Oh, yeah, at the end of it. I got gotcha. you, yeah. like in the news or something I can't remember the whole thank you bam bam Thank you, Nancy. Oh, yeah, all of them. I remember, I'm remembering now when you said that. Thank you, Mike. Part of it, huh? 
You're all fake. <laughs> Not as new radicals. Um, you get what you give. Um, yeah, I, I totally remember that now that you're saying that and all of it, it's coming back to me um, reading about that. A new radicals, um, you get what you give. Off the album, maybe you've been brainwashed too in 1998. Okay, we're going to move on. Um, thank you for that information, you guys. Um, to Your Woman by Light Town. The lyrics and songs are written and originally done by Bing Crosby. Yeah, this was, I did this not too long ago. This breakup song with the woman telling the man they're through. Uh, Mishra explains, um, this is the singer, the lyrics are very nasty and from the certain perspective, uh, misogynist. I might, um, I thought it might be interesting twist to sample the spooky part and write a song around it that had different perspectives. The music was done fairly quickly and the lyrics took bloody ages, he says. Um, so here they are, White Town, Your Woman. <laughs> Hi, Lunar Lena. Good to see you. Billy D. <laughs> Chill, Jelly. What the hell? <laughs> that has been a long time. Good to see you. How is your goat? How is your goat? Oh my gosh, he's right, young man. <laughs> The one and only. <laughs> it's so good to see you. Well, I guess what you say is true. I could never be the right kind of girl for you. I could never be a woman. I'm so glad. Oh, <laughs> well. <laughs> 
I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> Your woman, White Town, out the album, Women in Technology, 1997. All right, we're going um, to move on to Space Hog um, in the song, In the Meantime. Space Hog frontman Royston Lagdon wrote the song in it meaning in an interview i'm trying to reach people he said i'm using some kind of metaphor of a worldly and interworldly search for the end of isolation and the acceptance of one's self is in there at the end of the day i'm saying whatever you gotta do it's okay it's all right all right <laughs> and i think that it's also me talking to myself getting through my way anxieties and fear of death that's what it all comes down to. This went number one on the mainstream wrong charts, thanks to its consistent airplay on radio stations with alternative or modern rock formats, um, which there were many in 1995. It made number 32 on the Hot 100, but the band's only entry was that tally. So here is Space Hog with In the Meantime. Thank you, Chill Jelly. I appreciate you. Space hog, so it is Miss Piggy in space. on Guardian of Galaxies. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense why I never heard it. <laughs> That is, um, in the meantime, Space Hog off the album Resident Alien in 1995. All right, we're going to move on to the next song um, from the 90s, and it is Standing Outside a Broken Phone Booth with Money in My Hand. <laughs> Again. Okay, um, Primitive Radio Gods. 
Um, standing outside a broken phone booth with money in my hand is a song by American alternative rock group, Primitive Radio Gods. Their debut single, it was released from the soundtrack um, to the 1996 black comedy film, um, The Cable Guy. And it was also included in the band's first album, Rocket. Um, its chorus consists of samples um, from the 1964 B.B. King song, How Blue Can You Get? The lyrics um, of the song describe a troubling relationship in which two people cannot connect on an emotional level. The song was released in the United Kingdom on March 18, 1996 and was um, served to U.S. radio on um, June 11, 1996. Uh, let's see. The success of the song bolstered sales for Rocket, helping it sell over 500 copies. So here is Primitive Radio Gods with Standing Outside a Broken Phone Booth with Money in My Hand. Dang, could they think of a longer title for a song? <laughs> Thank you, Chill Jelly. Was I here in 1995? Yes. Yes, I was. I had no idea this was the name of the song. Oh, thank you, VP. He put... Um, a link in there for y'all. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like the longest song ever. I mean, the, the title. <laughs> Thank you, Bam Bam. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. They should have called it do 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 do. Behind a counter in a small town. That's the name of a song, too. Oh my gosh. Thank you, BP. <laughs> Pearl Jam. It's like they're being provocative or something. Is this. I, did I miss it? Because I don't think he's talking. He didn't talk at all about standing outside a broken phone booth with money in his hand. Unless I wasn't paying attention. Well, that is Primitive Radio Guides with standing outside a broken phone booth with money in my hand. Off the album Rocket, 1996. Yeah. All right. 
moving on. Moving on to another 90s one-hit wonder. Um, oh my gosh, it's almost time for me to go. Oh my word. Um, so I'm going to end with this one and leave it in your head. Um, because I can't believe the time I was just jamming. Um, here you go. All right, guys, get ready to tear that shirt off. <laughs> yeah, in the video, I meant, you know, he's tearing off his shirt. <laughs> this one, that was what I meant. <laughs> so sexy, it hurts. Oh, thank you, BP. He just sent me nine songs with really long titles and really ridiculously long titles. I'm going to have to, we'll do that. Um, go over that one. He's too sexy for everything, Bart. Everything. I know all you guys are dancing right now. Singing you're too sexy. <laughs> Sounds like Caps. Caps, where are you? You left. Too sexy by far. It does sound like him. <laughs> too funny. Catwalk. <laughs> we know that's right, said Fred. I'm too sexy off the album Up in 1991. All right, I'm going to let that play while I leave you guys like I always leave you. I'm going to put a little ah in there and say, be the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. Be unfuckwittable, people. And if nobody's told you lately, you are loved and appreciated, and I truly mean that. And um, chill gel, if you're still in here. I don't know if you are, but it was really good to see you. And mean lady, I love you. Um, you guys, I love you guys so much. Have a great rest of your day. And um, I will see you again on Friday. Same time, same place. Be here. Love you. Bye. Thank you guys so much. Have a great rest of your day. Be safe out there. Follow Miss um, Hanny J so you know when she's coming on. Yancy, WKOP. Um, who else is in here? I don't think there's anybody else in here with the show. But yeah, you guys, love you. Talk to you later. I gotta get Aaron to work. Who's on there, Casey? See you around, Bobby, guys. Bye.